All right. So, um, Steve, there was a journalist, Lindsay uh, Granger is her name, uh, very just articulate, just um, eloquent woman. Uh, she responded to um, another young lady, uh, Felicia Sonmez, who is a national political reporter for The Washington Post, who tweeted some really nasty derogatory things about Kobe Bryant uh, just a couple of hours after everyone found out that he had passed away. Now, uh, Lindsey Granger, the journalist, is on a talk show. It's called The Daily Beast Live. And we got to take a listen to, to what she has to what she had to say and response to what uh, this woman, Felicia Sonmez, uh, tweeted about Kobe. And Felicia Sonmez, by the way, has been placed on administrative leave. Take a, take a listen to this. I'm looking at the journalist Felicia, and she is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. And she said that in the Washington Post. She released an article a couple of years ago detailing her experience. So as a journalist, which is not what we do, we are a talk show with opinion. But you were a and I was a journalist ten years, for 10 years, ten years prior to that taking this job. Said. So as a journalist, it's our job to objectively report the news. I know that that would be tough if you're someone who survived sexual assault. But when I'm looking at this story, she didn't give the story any context. And she got upset that she was being attacked on Twitter for tweeting a link that basically was condemning COVID. Kobe's character and accusing him of rape. But I think her job as a journalist was to put that in context. You have the responsibility and you need to have the journalistic acumen to write the full story. Go to the Washington Post and say, this man is a nuanced character. This man has a detailed, layered history that we need to discuss. But don't just tweet that out and be the political reporter for the Washington Post and tweet that and leave it there. Because you're leaving yourself open to the attacks that you're now receiving. And so whether or not she should be fired, you know, I think that she should be put on leave like she was. I think it's inappropriate because we're in a time where we don't know what journalism is, is anymore. We have our president that attacks journalists. We have TMZ that broke the news to Vanessa Bryant that her husband passed away. You know, what are we doing now that we need to look at ourselves, people who call themselves journalists? We have journalists attacking a seven-year-old child, which is Blue Ivy, and we look at them calling out her characteristics. We need to do better altogether as journalists. And I look at this woman and I say, it was your responsibility just to do better and give it more time than two hours after the man passes away to say what you think about him if it's negative. And, you know, don't hide behind somebody else article. I, I stand behind a journalist named Jillian Sheldon. She sat at that Kobe trial for six weeks. She followed it in Colorado, in and out, stayed there, interviewed all the lawyers, interviewed the woman who was accusing him. And she said, how can we use someone's worst day on this earth as a referendum in the, on their character in totality? And we can't because just like Kobe, we all have flaws and we're all layered individuals. And we've seen this story time and time again, too many times when it's a black man and a white woman that's an accuser, when that's the story and it goes down and he just goes and gets convicted by the public jury. And we've seen the story too many times where women who are who have been sexually assaulted cannot give their voice to the public and give are not given the space they need to share their story. So this is a complicated thing to talk about. But I really think that as a journalist, if you're going to take that name and that stance and that dignity of a position, you should probably do it properly and just try to tell the complicated story with as much care as possible. And that goes for everybody involved in this Kobe situation. Wow! Whoa! Well, yeah, checkmate! She, was, she, wow. checkmate. she was so articulate. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how I could possibly follow that with any information. I think she had it spot on. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing of it yeah. now, uh, since we're closing, uh, journalists are really supposed to be fair and impartial, mm -hmm. and journalists are supposed to report the facts to us. But two things have happened. First of all, we have social media, which is main focus now is no longer on truth or facts, 
but on eyeballs and views and likes and comments. And the more clicks you can get, the more valuable you can become. So now we have found a way to monetize evilness. We have found a way to not be truthful and make money off of it. We have now found a way that you don't have to report the facts as long as you report something and you make it so uh, interesting enough or it's usually so dark enough or so... uh, you know, exasperated and and, and, and and inflamed news reports that it draws eyeballs. That's one thing. The second thing that we have going on in this country is that we now have a president who berates people in the media, who applauds his staff when they put journalists in their place for asking perfectly legal questions. So now, from the top, for those of you who voted for Trump, for those of you who support Trump, who think that he's great for this country, this was your vote that has now allowed this type of behavior to act itself out in the White House. That's, your vote did that. Now, I get tired of us turning it around and somehow making it our fault because he lost the general election, they say upwards of four million votes, somewhere between three and four million votes. He lost the popular vote. He won the electoral. So enough people turned out to vote to keep him from being president. But because we have this old archaic system called uh, the electoral college vote, he's the president. But this man who is in office, I ask people who vote for him, would you want your child to be him? That combined with social media have the climate that that woman is talking about where you can report the news without telling the family first and how this woman feels like because it was a black man's crime against a white woman that she can berate his entire life's work. And like God has not this thing called grace and forgiveness that we've all partaken of in our life and all of us will continue to have to need it until the day we die. And that's that's created this climate today and I think what the lady said was spot on. Right on, sister. Thank mm-hmm. you.